1: Inside sources inside sources Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 11:60 a.m. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you today, as always, in the fastest sixty minutes in radio. And per usual, we have got a lot of ground to cover as we try to really slow slow things down for you, help you divide the rage from the reason. There's a lot of that going on right now. We're going to try to elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and help you make the news make sense on a Monday. And uh, we're going to continue to to monitor all the things happening here in the state of Utah, from uh, fires to elections, uh, all the way to the national and international level. Uh, so much to to talk about today. And as always, I want to know what's on your mind, what you want to talk about today. You can do that on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line five seven five zero zero again five seven five zero zero Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line. Weigh in on what's on your mind on a Monday. Uh, rolling into primary election day here in the state of Utah tomorrow. And uh, big encouragement right off the bat, uh, make sure you have cast your ballot. This is your chance to make your voice heard in a very important election year. You heard on uh, Dave and Dejanovic today. Uh, Races in the 1st District are going to be really interesting, really close on both the Republican and the Democratic side. Uh, So that will be fascinating. Governor's race uh, is, of course, going to be very close Uh, for the Republican primary there. We've also got the fourth congressional district race uh, coming up, which will uh, also be hotly contested. And uh, in our second segment today, we're actually going to go back to interviews I've done with each of those candidates in those tight races and uh, give them kind of the last word. We'll uh, let you hear some of the things they've Talked about, especially as it relates to the issue of leadership, which I think is the defining uh, character trait that we need to look at as we roll into this uh, primary election, all the way on through November. So we'll do that in our second segment today. Uh, you don't want to miss eleven thirty-five. Set yourself a little reminder. Make sure you got your KSL News Radio app open and rolling. Uh, we're going to talk to Jennifer Graham. Uh, she is uh, back east, and uh, she wrote a brilliant piece on the promise of America. And where we really are, are we living up to that promise, and is that possible? So she'll join us live on the Newsmaker Line at 1135. Uh, so let's dive into some of the uh, happenings of the day, all the things uh, going on. And uh want to start, of course, uh, just announced this morning a Supreme Court decision Uh, On the Louisiana abortion law and actually want to play you just a portion of uh, our sound from ABC's Aaron Katursky, uh, who gave us a summary of what happened at the Supreme Court today. In a 5-4 decision, the Supreme Court said requiring abortion providers to have hospital admitting privileges amounted to an undue burden on abortion access and placed a substantial obstacle on the path of women seeking an abortion. The outcome is similar to a Texas case four years ago. Chief Justice John Roberts said, though he disagreed with that decision, the precedent, he said, should still apply to the Louisiana case. All right, again, that's Aaron Katursky from ABC. And uh, a lot of people were surprised that it was, uh, once again, Chief Justice John Roberts uh, being that deciding vote uh, on this case. A uh, lot of controversy around that. Uh, interesting, Utah Senator Mike Lee uh, posted to his Facebook page about an hour ago, Uh, said today was a big win for abortion providers and a huge loss for the unborn and the Constitution. The Constitution contains no right to abortion, and this court's highly selective use of stare decisis defies logic and reason. Uh, I know that he's had uh, some disagreements with uh, the chief justice in uh, the uh, rewriting of Obamacare and a host of other things. Uh, so it's a it's a really interesting thing. We haven't uh, heard any of the rest of the congressional delegation weigh in yet on that decision at the Supreme Court today. So we'll continue to monitor that here on KSL News Radio throughout the day today. I'm sure we'll have reaction from all of them, uh, and it's just one of those very interesting things in terms of the role of the Supreme Court. Obviously, Chief Justice Roberts was uh, uh, appointed to that uh, position by a Republican. Uh, many people figured he would be you know just a a good uh, lockstep uh, vote on the conservative issues, and uh, he's really been anything but that uh, and so it actually raises an important question uh I've heard so many people uh justify their votes for various offices in uh, in particular for the presidency uh based on that issue alone of we have to you know have the right people appointed to the Supreme Court. Uh, as we've continued to see it's uh, it's no guarantee <laughs> uh in terms of what actually happens once someone is appointed to the the bench there at the Supreme Court and uh today is a, an interesting uh, an interesting note and a lot of debate yet to come on that so we'll uh, track that and continue to follow that as we go uh in the good news department uh over the weekend late yesterday uh Mississippi uh voted to change uh, their state flag they're decommissioning their current state flag And uh, just a a quick hit of sound there in terms of why that matters and what comes next. Mississippi says its current state flag will soon be a thing of the
0: past. By a vote of 37 to 14, the bill passes.
1: Lawmakers late Sunday officially retiring the controversial flag and a plan to do away with the display of the Confederate battle emblem. The historic vote coming amid heated debate. Many saying it's history, but so many others say it's hate. In the end, the bill to remove the flag passing by a landslide in both the House and Senate. All right. uh, So again, Mississippi uh, decommissioning their flag. They will uh, put together a uh, commission to uh, create a new one. Uh, One of the interesting things in the vote was that uh, they have agreed in that vote uh, that the phrasing God we trust would appear on the new flag. So it'll be very interesting to see how they... Incorporate that and what objections and opposition there is to that uh, as they continue to move forward. So, again, this interesting balancing. I do think it's important to to note that uh, I, I think Mississippi got it right in terms of saying, hey, we don't we don't want this to be the, the main thrust. Uh, history is one thing. Heritage is another. Uh, and is there a way? Uh, is there a way for us to recognize our history, uh, which I think is is important? Uh, without celebrating uh, things that uh, are not helpful. Uh, I listened to a fascinating interview this morning uh, with historian John Meekham, who said in in looking at all of the controversy around many of the monuments and so on, he said there is a way to commemorate without celebrating. And it's important to recognize that, confront that part of our history so we can actually transcend it. Uh, he talked about the many flawed leaders over the years that now, uh, you know, are be, their names are being taken off of buildings and institutions. And he said that the real question to ask is, did the, the bulk of this person's life, did it help bend the arc of history towards the promise of a more perfect union? Uh, that's a good question. It's a good question for all of us. Uh, We have no perfect leaders anywhere, uh, whether that's in business or politics or anything else. Uh, There are no perfect leaders. But did the bulk of a person's life bend the arc of history towards a more perfect union, the ultimate uh, test for us here in the United States of America? Uh, And I think that's just a good question. And we're going to continue that debate as we go through the week this week. Uh, Also, just to note, uh, obviously, we are at a standstill in terms of law enforcement reform uh, the Senate uh, the Democrats in the Senate blocked a bill from coming to the floor not for a vote just for debate uh, and then of course the Democrats in the house uh, passed uh, their version of a bill which is now sitting on Mitch McConnell's desk where it will remain uh, so nothing's happening uh, tomorrow you want to tune in 11:35 Joseph Grinney's gonna join me and uh, he and his friends at the other side Academy have put together some things around law enforcement that don't require federal law don't even require state or local law. Uh, Some things that would just begin to really change the dynamic and the culture there. And that's the ultimate test. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, I'm going to give you a chance to listen in to some final arguments, some of the final principles around leadership from many of the candidates running for office, especially the governor's race and congressional district four. Stay with us on KSL News Radio.